0: We are live. Um, Before I present my guest for today, uh, I want everybody to know who's listening. He is unstoppable. He's talented. (laughs) He is a grinder, a hustler. But most of all, he's a great human being. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Kodak Jones. (laughs) Welcome to the show, man. I appreciate
1: the intro, bro. Everything's good, man. I appreciate the intro, man. Uh, everything's good. Keeping busy. Uh, I'm trying to. Uh, yeah, like you said, I'm trying to grind, man. Just uh, uh, hate just sitting up, sit, sitting down. So I'm just trying to keep busy, man. You know, if, uh, see i see you doing I, big
0: things. I feel you, brother. I, I yeah. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Especially with this pandemic. Yeah, I remember. Uh, it's it's been it's been difficult, but you mm-hmm. have something amazing uh, going on, which is uh, bikes will save the world. How's it going?
1: Uh, It's going good. I'm getting a lot of uh, good positive feedback. I'm getting a lot of participation in regards to that. Uh, It's been a really uh, dope experience. Uh, Bikes to Save the World just started because, like, there was nothing else to do during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Like, everything was shut down. Uh, Luckily, I was already an avid cyclist. Uh, I just noticed everyone started to pick up bikes after that. It was such a beautiful thing to see, especially people of color, you know, picking up cycling, um, you know, and later people realized, like, how important it really is it was helping with their mental health uh it really helped with their physical health and you know just keeping busy was overall the most important thing to do in a uh, time where isolation and staying inside was the priority to do you know they yeah. can take a toll on you so much and luckily the only thing that was never uh, restricted with cycling, doing distance cycling. So it was really good to see people out there on the roads, man, seriously, you know, to a point where there's no bikes in bike shops now. You yeah,
0: know? yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. You 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 brought back some type of happiness, man, because I remember when I was a kid, growing up in Puerto Rico, I used to love dri- uh, riding bikes, man. Uh, and I see a lot of people mm-hmm. on them. Um, my wife, who, who's never have ridden a bike before, I got her to, you know, after... I saw you after so many years. I saw you again. Uh, I rented a bike, and I told her how to ride a bike.
1: Awesome, dude. Awesome, yeah. awesome. That You have no idea how happy that makes me, man. Yeah. I know a lot of cats that did that. Like, they ride in years, and then they just picked it up, you know, or have this passion to ride, and then, you know, to start. And it's just such, such a huge stress reliever. Like, uh, you know, and I hope, you know, I really hope you, you will both continue that. You know, they ride together. I always say, you know, the couple that ride together stay together.
0: So yeah, You, you yeah. Can get a bike too, brother. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely thinking about it. Um, but with me is um, you know, I, 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 I don't like uh, like riding a bike in the city. I, I like, I like everything to be open. You know, that's that. You know, that's. Mm-hmm. It was therapeutic. I, I just brings me back when I was a child, and and I used to take these long, long, long bike ridings and. I enjoyed every bit of it, you know. Here, because you know we're we're more uh, city like, it it becomes a little bit more difficult. But mm-hmm. I, you know, uh, the other day I did a shirt for for my buddy. He he's doing um mountain bike riding, and he he, mm-hmm. he he he, you know, I sit in the phone with him, and he's just hours hours explaining how fun it is, and, and ad- he loves the yeah. adrenaline. And and then I have a couple of buddies in Puerto Rico who who also have taken um, bike riding, mountain riding. And
1: Mm -hmm.
0: they, you know, they love it. They love it.
1: Oh, man, you just remind me of uh, interacting with someone. um, Me and a group of friends, every Sunday, we go, uh, we ride actually uh, to this spot in Elizabeth. Uh, Grand total is about 36 miles. uh, And it's a place called the Coffee House in Elizabeth. And the owner of the Coffee House You see the whole bunch of people just show up on bikes and stuff like that, and she uh, showed me video. She literally got up, showed me videos of her brother, and I believe Brazil Uh, started a bike group with a bunch of friends. And I was just like, "Yo, please, here's my card. Here's what I'm doing right now: world.com. I would love to get his feedback, and I would love to get you know just uh, touch base base on on all that. Um, This has been really, really developing. It's something that I'm trying to get internationally. Like, uh, you should be honored, brother, because one of the shirts, uh, I got a bunch of shirts printed <laughs> for you and one of those shirts just hit Switzerland. Yeah. You know, and that was, oh, uh, that's yeah.
0: Fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, I got to tag you in that. Yeah,
1: brother. Yeah. Uh, a really cool dude from Plainfield. Actually, no, no, no. He's not from Patterson, actually. He moved out to, uh, the, to Switzerland maybe, maybe a few years ago. And like, we, uh, just met because of the cycling, uh, because we had a lot of cycling friends and he was like, yo, how much of those shirts? And I was just like, yo. Uh yeah, they're like you know this amount of money, and it actually costs more to ship it than yeah, the cost actually... of the shirt. <laughs> yeah, but you know, so he just uh, hit me up on the Vesmo But like, yeah, I know it costs a lot. Yo, here you go, and I just really appreciate that. You know, that's, a lot up, that's, love. that's love, man. That's love. That's love. Sure, Dio.
0: Yeah, thank you. You know, bikes really bikes really unite people, man. Like, believe it yeah. or not, they do. It. it's that's a, a a lot of people in that world in that industry, man, and it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. what you you started uh because i remember you back in the day you you know you you're like fuck getting my license i'm riding everywhere i don't need a license (laughs) my bike i i'll drive it anywhere but you you know it's anywhere but then as the year progressed you you started to do these cycles and, and and these long trails like how how did that develop how did you start doing that
1: uh, you know, just the uh, the evolution of just uh, just growth, uh, is what got me into like becoming a distance cyclist. Like you, you remember, like before even I started working with you, you know, mm-hmm. we go way way back, almost damn near ten years. Yes, the, uh, you know, it wasn't really like fuck getting my license. It was just like you know, traffic is crazy. I see way too many accidents. I know yes. people complaining about driving, complaining about you know, all this stuff. And uh, when I graduated college, fresh out of college, I you know, just hard to find work. I graduated as a filmmaker in 2008 during the heart of the recession couldn't find work so i was at a coffee shop in hoboken so my commute to the coffee shop made no sense to take take a bus. and if i had to open the shop i have to wake up at three to get there at four thirty. so it just made sense i saved up a little cash i could got uh, went to james vincent back when it was on palisade avenue got a barracuda bike a uh, mountain bike and rode to work every day and then when i started and that just got me everywhere and then we worked in north bergen so i wind up riding five miles every day 10 miles total um uh, to work every day and it was like i even rode after sandy remember when we were stuck there for yeah, like two days? yeah yeah and i rode yeah and i rode my bike after sandy you know what i'm saying And it was just uh it was it was it was, it was honestly like it was very therapeutic to get to work riding because you weren't dealing with traffic you weren't you know, dealing with road rage and stuff like that, you just bob and weave through the um. Through the crazy. Yeah, yeah, and
0: yes, yes, that is true.
1: Since then to now, I see more accidents, car accidents, than I will ever see bike accidents. You know yes. what I'm saying? So it just means I just felt more safe riding a bike than doing anything
0: else. Dude, and then, I feel like nowadays they're giving license license to anybody. Like it's it's gotten uh it's got. I feel like me in my opinion because I I can't I I I'm, I'm a high believer on fuck getting a license. Like it took me. 25 about to be 26 to get married and have a kid to actually get my license because I, I i didn't care for it i didn't care for it i i i don't know i i, I walked everywhere i wasn't i wasn't biking yeah. but i, I walked everywhere, and it was therapeutic for me
1: but you know what honestly that's a good thing and that's a head start brother mm-hmm. i have no kids i have never been married and guess what <laughs> i am 37 and i still don't looking have my young, life looking young looking young yeah, yeah, man, surfing. It was uh, it's it, biking helps with that, you know, what yeah. I'm saying because if it wasn't, you know, what I'm saying it would be stress and um and and cigars back in the day. Yes, know? I remember. But, you,
0: uh, I remember one thing. One thing I do remember. You saying I have to stop smoking cigars. that needed so much bacon.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, dude, man. One, one of the things that got me into being more into about health and fitness was I would never forget this one time. Like this is back when I was working at the uh galaxy with you. You know, saying I just I had. A really poor diet was really careless, but I thought I was riding everywhere. But you know, if you were riding everywhere, doesn't mean everything inside was working okay. So, yeah, like yeah, yeah. one woman, yeah, my roommate, my roommate's sister, who looks like Jan Brady, you know, of all, mm. you know, uh, 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 she looked in the fridge and she was like, "Did you eat all the bacon that you know that her brother just put in there?" And I was like, "Yeah, I ate most of it. Yeah, because I was mad at him." And she she looked at me and like dead up honest, you do know you're black and thirty, right? wow that just was like oh shit
0: the cholesterol right Um, yeah
1: high blood pressure hypertension diabetes cholesterol that killed more black people than anything else you know so i was like yeah i may need to cut back on that so
0: yeah
1: but that was way before that was way before i got into distance cycling so after i started working with you uh, i went back to working at a coffee shop you know i'm saying just to make ends meet and then um you know still couldn't find work as a filmmaker so i was like i just need to worry about paying rent So I got a job at a gym of all places. Um, And then once I got the job at the gym, I'm like, you know, I should actually start using the gym since I work here. And then I started taking a lot of the STEM classes. And then um, the instructor, two instructors, uh, I got to shout them out. Kit Bo Bufang and uh, Kevin Williamson. They both told me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They are both doing dope things still to this day. Uh, uh, Kevin Williamson was actually the director of recreation for the the city of Jersey City. So that was a real Uh good hookup because later on i was uh teaching spin class to seniors at uh new jersey university that was nice. really dope. nice
0: nice yeah it
1: was like yeah you know i i gained like a dozen grandparents i I never had you know it was great <laughs> but yeah i got my spin certification and then i started teaching classes and then um actually what got me into doing a lot of long distance rides was uh just basically my um my dad died right around yeah. that same time and I'm then lot, i was man. like yeah I, I, pr- I appreciate that you know um, and then right after that, I was like, I need to do something mm-hmm. with this energy that doesn't require heavy drinking, you know? Yeah. So and I make, just saw the Make it
0: ad. something positive and useful. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I just saw the ad for the 5 bike tour, you know? And then I was like, oh, let me do this. So I had a little bit of cash saved up. I bought this like single gear, $250 rickety ass, uh, bike. But it got me everywhere. I put more miles on that bike than probably before I started doing competitive cycling than any other bike that I owned combined. Uh, shout out to, once again, uh, Anki of we Build Bikes. I got it from her. And I did, I did a 40-mile bike ride at Boroughs all the way through, you know, from Manhattan through Staten Island. And I was like, yo, that was incredibly easy. And then the floodgates. And then I signed up to be a part of the, uh, this group called the Major Taylor Cycling Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, based out of New Jersey. And uh, well, one of my friends who's also a, a spin instructor, it's a Bosch Adele, you know saying? Shout out to that dude. He was like, yo, you want to do, do a good ride? And I was like, all right, cool. And then he's like, cool, meet me in uh, Newark uh, Sunday. And then I showed up in Newark and it was just like, imagine seeing like 200 black superheroes, mm-hmm. you know, all in their kits and in their bikes you know what I'm saying getting ready to like do some like Avengers Assemble type stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Yeah, by the way, we're going to ride to Princeton and back." And I, I was like, "Dude, that's what eighty miles."
0: Wow.
1: And so we did that. We rode eighty miles to Princeton and back, dude. I literally said to him. By the time I got back to um to Newark, you know, he was already at home, shit showered, shaved, <laughs> and was on a date. And I was like, I called him. I was like, "Yo, dude, I almost died doing that." When's the next? and i've been doing that ever since yes
0: that's 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 awesome man
1: yeah now now i do like 100 miles i try to do during covid i was doing like maybe 200 miles a week and then on sundays i was trying to do like 80 so i was doing like maybe close to 300 miles a week you know and uh yeah I i now try to do as many centuries as possible in fact now i do it for my birthday like every year with some friends that's that's
0: that's awesome man that's awesome it's a lot of uh, unity and, and gathering, positive. That's that's uh, that's what every person needs, man. That supports us mm-hmm. positive, especially you. And your dad passed away. You try to change that into something positive. That's 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 inspiring, man.
1: Yeah, and you know, I know people just pick that up organically, and that's one of the reasons why I had to uh, uh, make that website. It got to a point where, like, like I saw so many, you know, I. So many people just started riding. I was a member. I'm a member. I'm a board member of uh, Bike JC, which is a bicycle advocacy. Weird, uh, weird, dope bike rides. Um, most infamously, the one called the Warriors Ride, where we ride literally starting in the Bronx and we do these like crazy route, uh, scavenger hunt routes. So we had to do a whole bunch of things in different parts of the city before we go to the next destination, and it would take like 12 hours. So we ride starting at sundown at 12 at 8 p.m. And then we show up in, in Coney Island finishing the ride at like 8 a.m. Wow. You know, and that's how the Goonies were formed. But then I, I just had a so bunch of, so many different friends I started riding with and it just organically became like a new group. So I just have like such a really cool collective of, of, of cycling buddies that we ride. We do we, we ride almost every Sunday. Uh, we even rode last uh, Sunday in the extreme cold. Uh, and it's been like such a great uh, thing. And best part about it, I'm, one of many, many, many stories, and I want a bicycle the world to really capture those stories. Wow, that's beautiful, man!
0: Wow how how do you how do you when you when you go on these long rides? How do you um, when you get back? How do you rest so your body can heal from all that, all those miles? Or is it something your body just gets? Well, first of to? all, take a shit. <laughs> you get used to it after a while i
1: mean you definitely definitely get used to it because i think one of the first things people will say uh when they start riding for the first time is that their ass hurts on the seat and after a while you get used to it i mean that's probably one of the things that kind of deters people a lot from cycling just because they, they get uncomfortable is this something you have to ride through um when i did my first century i wore like maybe three pairs of cycling shorts that have these um Uh, Mm -hmm. chamois um, pads in there that allow some form of comfort. And then after a while, I just, you know, I I drop down to one pair. And, uh, you know, you just get used to it. And then, uh, you know, once I'm done with a 100-mile bike ride, um, I have a warm, warm shower. uh, I drink a lot of water. And then I eat a really big meal. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm sorry. No, in fact, many rides uh, that I've been doing lately with my friends—it's always like a beer run. So we always ride to a brewery, you know, have one beer, you know, just to say we did it, and then ride back home, you know. So it's just really dope. Wow,
0: how many how many times a day, a week do you ride? It's like once. It's like you ride every day, but uh, I'm
1: still commuting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm a community cyclist, so I still ride every day to get to work or to run errands. So, you know, I mean, I could probably average like one to five miles a day, like uh, no matter what. Um, but then whenever I have a ride uh, on Sundays, most of the time Sundays, I'm n- normally my, my day to actually put in long, long, long miles. I honestly try to do no no less than 40, you know, to be quite honest. The only reason why I'm doing 40 lately is because it's, yeah, it's just too cold to go too far but I love doing like 80 plus miles. Uh, I love hitting Bear mountain. I'm like one of the very few seconds that actually love riding uphill. Like I hate going downhill because the faster you go, the more you remind yourself my insurance is not that good. Yeah. You know, so, <laughs> yeah. So you don't want to, you know, you don't want to risk.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah you what don't want to risk.
1: Uh, uh, yeah. You know, you don't want to risk that. So like, I just love going uphill, cranking it, know, saying to you how far I can go. Uh, yeah that's one thing I really love about cycling like every time I'm on that open road man for real like I don't think about when it's over I want to see how far I can go so uh, I would never forget this one ride I did uh, it was actually just uh, I think it was like last September yeah it was a bunch of just random people that wanted to do Bear Mountain you know it wasn't with my initial group so uh, uh, got us all the way to Bear Mountain uh, if anybody knows the ride from Bear Mountain it's not easy because you're looking at maybe like once you get to uh, Bear Mountain State Park you're looking at five miles of incline which is like hell Um, so from my house to Bear Mountain uh, that's already a lot of miles like 50 miles and then I was uh, then once we got, got down the mountain we were like okay cool uh, uh, are we riding back? No we're going to the uh, brewery so we gotta keep going up Next thing you know, we're in Poughkeepsie, New York. Wow. We did legit 100 miles all the way to Poughkeepsie. Don't get me wrong, we took the train back, you know, but we rode all the way up to Poughkeepsie yeah, and I had beer. that. Yeah.
0: Wow. That's crazy, man. Shit. <laughs> I, I I last year tried to uh, start jogging and almost died. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to train to, you just, know, and, and Jersey City, they do these like marathons. Uh, I started training and yeah i have done more yeah i um uh, you know I started looking online on how to train, and oh, I think one day I just did too much and, and like I was very like dehydrated and I still mm-hmm. like in a month in bed but it was a good yeah. oh man experience
1: yeah dude uh i i i Oh, yeah. Dude, when I was doing, um, I was doing a lot of, uh, I, I, I ran track in high school, so I used mm. to do long distance all the time. So I think it was one year in particular, I think it was 2016, I was also not only riding a lot, but I was also doing a lot of running. I was doing a lot of the uh, uh, City Challenge off-the-course races that they do in the city. Uh, I've done, you, I have done. think you're talking about the Newport 10K and Half Marathon. I've yeah. done those. Yeah. Uh, my first year doing that, yeah, my first year doing that, like, I, I, I had like, serious knee pain because of been like years
0: of of not running one
1: of the reasons why I do like back this is tear on your knees and then uh you know just do a lot of hip stretching you know what i'm saying yeah. you stretch your hips out a lot you you know what i'm saying like it really really will help you out with your uh, if you're developing knee issues and um you know what I'm saying just uh any kind of like of pains with that but, you know I definitely recommend like stretch out your hips and a lot of lower body stretching you know like now I'm at an age man for real like i, I stretch before I get out of bed
0: Shit, me too, man. I, I I and I and I stopped doing it because it just uh like that's something you have to be always consistent with. But then like the winter hits. And I used to like going to yeah. state park and running, but it's it's it gets fucking cold. It's awful. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I just oh, you know yeah. the I only time to- a gym
1: membership is
0: uh is mm-hmm.
1: you know, only time a gym membership is useful is like on the um is uh during the winter time. That's the only time where I actually like a treadmill. Yeah. Uh, so I yeah. get it, man. But I, I, I do ride all year, and there are just some, some days where I'm like, why am I doing this in the truth <laughs> You know? You're
0: like, you're like wow. So another yeah. shout-out
1: to my friend Luca.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh... Oh, yeah. Another shout-out to my friend Luca, like, who it doesn't matter how cold. Uh, yeah, two weeks ago, back when it was, like, Windchill made, made it down to nothing. Degrees and, he, mm. yeah, I ride. and I was like, No, you know. <laughs> so now, like, you know, when it's too cold, I have a trainer now. So now I uh, put my bike on a trainer and do like 20 miles that way, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. that's, lot, what that's
0: awesome to invest in, you know. Be like, uh, like David Goggin, you know, yeah, is his name. David Goggin is like, <laughs> <laughs> like that man makes you mm. feel like you, 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 everything you do is not enough. <laughs>
1: yeah, oh, yeah. But, you know, I mean, having a trainer has definitely gotten essential, especially for winter riding. Um, Like the major Taylor Cycling Club, both in New York and New Jersey. In fact, I think the entire uh, nationwide chapter charter, they're doing these competitions on Zwift. You know, I don't have a Zwift account. I still get my miles outside. You know, and much respect to all of them that do it. But, you know, they're cranking in 100 miles online a day. Like, COVID really, like. When we start riding on the road, I know my stamina is going to be completely different from them because they've been cranking in like 100 miles a day just trying to compete with each other, trying to get more miles, you know what I'm saying, the competition of that. You know, I, I really dig the, the cycling for the camaraderie, you know what I'm saying, just the consistency of keep up. You know what I'm saying, I'm not trying to beat anybody, but you know what I'm saying, like these guys are like just putting in mad miles on oh mine. And I like, that's goals right there. In fact, um, uh, the, the person that got me into riding with Major, uh, with Major Taylor, it's the Bob Dell awesome awesome competitive cyclist this dude was like 63 64 years old Wow, and this man does like he tries to put in at least eleven to fourteen miles uh fourteen thousand miles wow. you know what I'm saying a summer you know this guy's insane yeah yeah yeah, uh really insane like I remember one of my first rides with him like you know this man was clocking thirty three miles an hour on a bike with with the, uh, with, the uh, with the cat one guy like they could have gotten tickets. <laughs> In, in, in areas they were riding in for you know? Wow. And uh it was just really, really dope. But he's always been like, it's my inspiration. So like but I don't have a zwift account. So I just normally try to ride as often as I can outside, even though it's like cold as hell.
0: How did how did, how how does that um uh, what is what is that WIC account? What is, what is that to for the listeners that don't know what is that?
1: uh Z W I F T. It's basically just uh Imagine, like, you know, saying you're playing PS5, you know, what I'm saying, online with someone across the country. That's exactly what Zwift is. Instead of a joystick, your joystick is your bike. So, like, you know, you can literally ride with a whole bunch of people around the world with your um, Zwift account. You put on a program at a time, uh, date, and once together at that time. And they're riding on their trainers, you know, what I'm saying, in and, and this simulated, uh, virtually simulated uh, 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 route that can be 100 miles or what, you know and there are these uh, events, like really serious events uh, of people riding with each other on these group accounts, you know? Like, you know, everybody, eight o'clock this ride, it's gonna be like, you know, say 60, 70 miles, you know? And it replicates uh, many of the, uh, the routes in certain countries. You know, you could be riding in Paris, you know?
0: You know, yeah. stuff like
1: that. So it's everything's really,
0: so
1: cool. everything's <laughs> online. Yeah, everything's online. And it was a great way for people who have like, you know what I'm saying, uh, 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 immune issues, uh, and mm-hmm. were like really paranoid, about going outside, period, and allow them uh, the, the miles to get in. They still have that camaraderie because they'll have their phones on, got you know, it, saying talking it. to their friends while they were riding. So they still have that camaraderie, even though they were sheltering in the house. I'm too much of an extrovert to spend more than you know, 12 hours inside the house. So yeah, like I, you reasons, on that. yeah, one of the reasons why, I like cycling, yeah, I
0: feel you on that, it sucks. Staying in the, it's like you're staying in your own prison. I need, you know, once once in a while. I wouldn't say like, that, you know, what like. what I, mean? I mean? Yeah. It, it's it's it gets. One it, thing it, I am it, grateful it, for about.
1: Yeah. Oh no! One thing I am grateful for. Yeah, I mean, it definitely gets uh, takes a toll. Uh, I think uh, it more takes the toll on it mentally. It doesn't feel like a prison, but you're just uh, the isolation uh, 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 has somewhat similarities to it. Uh, mm-hmm. I was, you know. I, I'm too much of an extrovert, you know, saying, to uh, to be in the house all weeks on end. Uh, one time I was uh, spending two weeks in the house uh, during the um, during the peak of the pandemic was because I was taking antibiotics after I got my tooth pulled, and antibiotics weaken your immune system. So if you catch COVID outside, you know, what I'm saying you're gonna be done. Uh, so I stayed in the house for two weeks as I finished my medication, and that was torturous. I was, I was timing random people. Like, you know, like I, Yo, I haven't seen you in years. Like, what the hell? I, you know, I, and I'm no like, just... you know, exactly. I, was just, I just got to a point where that's what I was doing all the time.
0: I, I, was I like,
1: not waiting.
0: So... in the pandemic, I was working. I was outside. The whole pandemic, mm-hmm. I was outside working. And it, mm-hmm. it looked like a, a ghost town. And yeah. I was happy. There was no traffic. <laughs> there was rarely people. So I was mm-hmm. doing my thing. I was happy um wasn't wasn't really in contact with anybody and you know but then i I left and um it's hard for me to stay house sometimes man i i yeah get very impatient it's it's it's, uh, like i'm driving myself crazy in four walls
1: oh yeah when um when i started uh uh, when the pandemic first started and it shut I work in, you know, I work in a bunch of gyms. I worked in Goldman Sachs gym. I worked at a uh, gym downtown. Plus, I had like classes at other spots, and uh, they all got shut down due to the pandemic. But you know, I had like three months' rent saved up, so I really wasn't really too worried. So there was nothing for me to do, and you know, so. so the first two weeks, as I got my suit pulled, I was isolated. I had my um, thing on a trainer. I think there's a video of me riding my bike for a half hour on the trainer on Facebook live. Do it, Facebook Yeah uh yeah i know but it's just hilarious just doing that you know um and then uh and then once i was able to get out i was like clocking like 250 miles 290 miles a week you know i'm saying still riding with friends and that helped me out a great deal but then one day uh uh, i was still i started collecting unemployment and uh so i was comfortable but at the same time i had this urge like i still need to work Mm -hmm. you know like I, i have that mindset like i feel like i'm really lazy if i'm not clocking an hour somewhere uh but randomly one day, as I was getting ready for a ride, still with my gear on, uh, a friend of mine who owned a bike shop, you know, uh, uh, was overwhelmed. Line was around the block. It was just him. I was like, "Yo, do you need my help for a couple of hours? I can change tires, adjust brakes. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. what's up?" And I was just planning on just helping him out for that day. Still with my gear on, my bike was hung up, and then that turned into a uh, a, a four month full time job. Wow, you know. You know, like, seriously, I was there more than he was at that time. Like, you know what I'm saying? There were days where he wasn't even there. And I'm, like, opening the shop, trying to do as many repairs as I can. You know then it was Like, I was grateful I was stressed out and overwhelmed with work. Like, I was really grateful at that point. That you know what I'm saying? It really, it, you know, this, 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 this pandemic really allowed me to be very humble, and it gave me a new skill. Like, I started working at it. Not only did I was literally running someone's small business but i really learned a lot about bicycle repair and then when me and him out of falling out uh like literally i told one friend who knows the owner of grocery bicycles the top bike shop in, in in jersey city uh she said like expect a phone call from this guy in about 30 minutes and i got a phone call from him It's like i would i you know and i knew the owner because he used to go to my gym and you know say, like i wish i hired you a long time ago before you started working at that shop and then i was just like oh i, I had to cut my teeth somewhere mm-hmm. and then but i was like give me two weeks to de-stress from all the overwhelming stuff i did from working on these bikes for so long and then two weeks later i started working at Grove street and uh you know helping out with repairs trying to do a lot of promotion um me, I, i'm trying I'm, I'm working on projects like once we understand like uh the protocols on uh, the COVID protocols on doing group rides. We're going to do a lot of group rides. at the new Greenway that's set up. That takes you all the way to like uh, uh, Philadelphia. You know, We're going to set that up. Uh, we're going to have a lot of dope rides coming up. Uh, I'm going to be in charge of that. Uh, those are the ideas that I have in place. And uh, We're going to do some really, really, really dope things. I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to that. i mean, just, even trying to think about how I can set up teaching spin classes outside the, uh, the shop. So uh, we have that going and, you know, it gave me all these different resources now just because I started riding a bike, you know, and that's something that I greatly, greatly appreciate. Yeah. yeah. Your, nec- like your network
0: uh, has uh, increased crazily, right? Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. My network increased so much, you know, like, uh, I know, um, so many different bike clubs now, uh, I've been doing a lot of collaborating, co- collaborating work, you know, um, Big shout out to um, Good Company Bike Club out of uh, out of New York, Brooklyn, New York. These guys started in June, and they're doing so such amazing things. Like I had a person with these guys uh, became a part of their um, uh, 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 bike rides. They did this crazy uh, bike ride called the Mama Mentality Ride on uh, mm. Kobe Bryant's birthday, yeah. where we rode into every single uh, Kobe Bryant mural in New York City. That was so so dope. Um, and these guys are doing great, and that's inspiration. You know, what I'm saying me, and then um, also, uh uh my I'm gonna try to make my birthday bike ride in June. Um, where we're gonna go to Philadelphia into so, like some kind of fundraising, We're still looking at the organization. We're gonna try to like donate money for it. But you know, what I'm saying we're looking at sponsorships and stuff like that. Um, I'm working on actually today. we're Working on getting a Patreon account set up uh, for all this stuff. Like I just feel like um, uh, we're doing uh, you know bike uh, simple bike. It's changing the way this world can work, you know, and just yeah. allow it
0: to. One bike at a time. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know, I also joined um Bike J C, uh, which is a bicycle advocacy group about, you know, some bicycle safety. They are been they've been responsible for all the new bike um bike lanes uh in the yeah. city. Now I know people have mixed feelings about the bike lanes where there's parking issues, traffic issues, but you know they know they're all the same people that I'm like, yo, you need a bike, dude, you know?
0: I only like, that- I only worry about like I live kind of in like the hood and mm-hmm. I worry about the the uh, the bike lanes, people riding on them because people just don't give a fuck. Yeah. I, I, you, know. I, you know, I'll say it again. People just don't give a fuck and mm-hmm. they will fucking hit you with your car because I, I've seen it several times. I live like on the main street of Garfield and there's a bike lane yeah. not too far and I've seen some crazy shit, man. And there's, and yeah, there's I, people not giving a fuck, not respecting.
1: Yeah. That road is the same, the, the road that you, uh, that you live in. Like, I live li- literally like a mile and a half away from you. Mm-hmm. So I, that's my route getting to, um, to, to, uh, to Bayonne so I can do my laps around Staten Island. So I totally know, man, for real. Like, you got to either ride, you have to ride fast and ride defensively. Like, you okay. know, like you said, they will hit you. Uh, I have done, I had, I had to do things like take the entire lane. Because people are like blocking the bike lane mm-hmm. or just not really giving up you know giving a fuck about you know what I'm saying, me being there. So I would just take the lane, they're honking at me, but I'm like, i got no other choice. And I'm like, dude, I would really you would not get to work on time mm-hmm. if you hit me. So I, I, like I'm year, down.
0: Like a year ago, um, I was talking to my wife. I, I because uh I was trying to get into, back into you know biking, riding bikes, but I wanted I wanted to build them. So you know, I I I started on Pinterest, just putting ideas together and just trying to slowly get into that bike work again, bike world Mm. again. And uh, I was driving out and I saw uh, a a cyclist and literally like in front of my face, it got hit by Mm. by, uh, a Impala, a fucked up Impala, an old one. And like, just my, 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 the, the idea I had was like, you know, uh, moving on, moving on. And
1: I decided no. not to get a job. Dude, I uh, no, I get that. I get that. Uh, that it, 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 that can get intense. It's one of the reasons why, like, uh, you know, you have to get two different mindsets when you're riding. You know, what I'm saying when you're riding in the city, especially a city that's known to have high traffic. You know, what I'm saying you got to ride very defensively. I never, I never test anything uh, when I'm on the road. Uh, you know, so when I'm on the city roads, uh, my rides are always to get to a place that has just a free range road. So like whenever I um, ride to Fort Lee, uh, uh, river road is, can be sketchy at times. But one thing that I'm comfortable about river road now, it took me a while is just that, you know, where the traffic's coming from, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, when you have to take the entire lane, when you, you know what I'm saying, can ride defensively and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Once you're, um, you get that experience on that road and yeah, I get, yeah. I get it.
1: You know, and then, uh, but once I get up to, up to nine W that goes, they take you up to Rockland County, the, the shoulder is so wide, it doesn't even matter, you know? So like you, just ride there, feel free and just, you know, just go, just hammer it as long as, as long as you can, yeah. you know?
0: One, one thing I admire about you is that you, you weren't like most people. Uh, and it's one thing I, I, I in my past episodes, I continue to stress, you know, stress is that, um, You were able to reinvent yourself and learn something, whether it's a new skill or network or do something. A lot of people just sat back, man, and said, I haven't taken a vacation in years and just sat back and, and do nothing. And you're not that person, which is something I admire of you. Like when the pandemic, I saw it as... Uh I saw it as a blessing. I, I you know I, I I built my own website. I, I got to focus on my business. I you know, I'm I'm building uh slowly building this podcast and where I could bring people like yourself to promote and talk about their passion. I fucking learned how to cut my own hair. You know? <laughs> and I, you know, after six months of fucking messing it up, you know, I'm I'm at a stage that it looks decent, like a a, a legit barbershop did it. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy to to you know be able to talk to somebody that's doing the same thing, man. Uh, what what skills and 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 things you you've learned throughout this 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 pandemic initially?
1: Oh, uh, definitely bicycle mechanics. Uh, definitely, you know, I can uh, definitely pretty much fix my own bike by, by myself, uh, uh, adjusting brakes and stuff like that. I still need a help in a few things. Uh, You know, working at a, like, I had no bike shop experience before this pandemic. And, you know, like I said before, it literally came from getting ready to do a ride and passing by my friend's shop. He was overwhelmed with work, and I just asked, do you need my help for a few hours? And that turned into a full-time job that helped me venture off into another, uh, into actually uh, an upgrade into a better uh, job situation uh, in the bike world, from going from running the small bike shop to being a part of a team of, the, of probably one of the biggest bike shops in jersey City in the East in probably the East Coast. Uh grocery bicycles, um doing awesome stuff with giants, you know what I'm saying having all these uh crazy uh uh amazing tricked out uh road bikes that are like, you know range from like seven hundred to, to to eight thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? It's insane. You know what I'm saying? So basically learning that field, uh I I've, I've made jewelry out of bike chains. I, I, I think that's an awesome... <laughs> you blame blamed <another>, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what's up. You know, so, yeah, it was great. I had, like, a whole bunch of my arm, but then, I, you know, it just got complicated, you know saying, when interacting with certain people, you know? Um, and then, um, uh, uh, just, I, I really was able to get miles in um, on community organization. I, I was able to develop, like, because I, I, I organized these group rides with friends, you know what I'm saying? And we just do these uh, you know, just crazy distance rides uh uh i you know this will, uh i also just learned mentally uh on how to just keep going i think that's one of the biggest things that i've learned in this whole pandemic like i've always been a person that needs to move
0: mm-hmm.
1: but this pandemic really has taught me how don't get comfortable in a uh, in a comfort zone you know uh i think that's one of the biggest problems that happened during covid is like you know people just didn't know what was going on so they just it was like i don't know what to do so like they just throw the papers in the air and just complain about like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what's going on? Uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's scary as these times are. And it still is like, you know, say nothing's going to really get back to normal. And in my field, mm-hmm. in the fitness uh, world, uh, you know, I was able to sit down and t- talk to people about, uh, what, uh, what I can do to keep going, to keep thriving and to keep paying rent on time. So one of the things like my, um, uh, I still, I didn't burn any bridges, so my job at Goldman Sachs. Anytime they had uh, opportunities uh, at that time, I took advantage of it. You know, what I'm saying? I was working at their gym in New York because they had different uh, regulations in New Jersey. Uh, you know, I was working with them a lot. Uh, I was able to get a contact with Base Gym. I'm now teaching classes there. I'm teaching classes at Crunch, and then one of my closest friends, Chelo Macado of grassroots Community Space, has been constantly wanting me to start teaching classes outside of his uh, community space center. So I, you know, started putting my money together, started putting it in an organized uh, a, a class setup, and started teaching uh, uh, fitness classes there. Because not only am I fitness instructor, but I also got my—I uh, was teaching group fitness classes at the previous gym that I was working at, as well as uh, I got my TRS certificate. So I am teaching those things. Plus, you know, I have a few skill sets in kettlebell. So I combined all that together and created a bunch of group fitness classes that I teach outside of grassroots community uh, space. So far, I'm still, like, breaking even, so that's good. You know, as one of the people
0: You're hustling. You're fucking... You're doing a lot of... To... Shit. You're Yeah, oh, Like I said, you're unstoppable. You're unstoppable. Oh, dude, you know, because the only thing that didn't
1: stop the pandemic, you know what I'm saying, it stopped people's jobs, it stopped people's uh, income. It, you know, the only thing that didn't stop was the rent. So, yeah. like, I'm trying to make sure that I'm paying rent on time. And luckily, uh, I, I, I do not... I have no illusions on how blessed and how you know, say lucky I am during this pandemic that I was still able to work. Uh, knock on wood, I never got sick, uh, and I risked. Oh, uh, I, 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 I was, I got put in the risk factor many, many times because with people that I knew that had a quarantine, I would like try to like drop off supplies to them because they can't leave the house. So I was doing that a great deal. And, you know, like, I, I'm really grateful that I, I, I have been able to uh, uh, continue and, and keep moving, keep pushing, uh, because I was actually more afraid of the financial, economical aspect mm-hmm. of, uh, of this pandemic as opposed to, like, my health factor. And, you know, as, you know, as, a, as, a, black, as a Black male in this country, like, to, to really think about your money more than your health, I mean, unfortunately, that is so common and so wrong at the same time. But I am really, really grateful. Like I still call my mom every every couple days. Uh, uh, she's old school Ghanaian mom, and like if if any Ghanaians are watching this podcast, what is the biggest thing in in, in your diet growing up as a kid? Okra. I hate okra. <laughs> I you know with a passion. I hate okra. But she shoved that thing down my throat since for like sixteen so years, is, and then what I- is
0: okra? What is that?
1: Okra is a is a plant, and cooked it, and it's cooked in a stew. Uh, okra is a a vegetable, and if you cook it in a stew, it's really slimy. Mm. It's really, really slimy. And I hated eating it all the time. And I would, I hated it so much, I would eat it slowly. But my mom, you know, being like, you know, I paid for this, you're gonna finish it, you better (laughs) eat it, and then like, so it gets cold, so it's even more disgusting, Uh. you know. but okra has vitamin C that is excellent for your immune system, and i I can count probably one hand how many times I've been physically sick to the point where I can't get out of bed. Um, and three of those times were always after me doing a film project, and I was not sleeping and not eating healthy for a week. So I call my mom up saying, "Thank you," you know, all the time, mm-hmm. dude. That's one you of the reason
0: says, I had a. Before I started, I embarked on this journey. I, I had a corporate job and you know I finally reached that corporate ladder and in the industry mm-hmm. I was, bro. But I fucking hated it. I love my job, but I, I hated it because once you get to alert a level it's like there's no there's nowhere to go. It's, it's mm-hmm. not another challenge. It, it, um the money, shit. You gotta wait till you actually get. If you want more money, you gotta fucking wait. Uh, yeah. The people, the people in the corporate America, whether it's and whether it's just fuck, like I was in the janitorial department,
1: mm-hmm.
0: they're slimy as fuck. Yeah. They're they're horrible. It's and I wanted more. I wanted mm-hmm. more. You know. It was something about. It's nothing wrong with a nine to five. But it was something that it, it um, I've always, like, something about 9 to 5 staying here for the rest of my fucking life, mm-hmm. doing the same fucking shit, would drive me fucking crazy. Yeah. So being in, in, in that industry and uh, during the pandemic, and I, I, I was stuck in a lot of, well, let's just say I'm the king of disinfecting. Let's just say Let's just say <laughs> I'm the king of disinfecting. I was very yeah. good on my job, but the risk and, and the money was good, but I know I eventually I needed more, and I didn't want yeah. to give that, and it wasn't mine. I wasn't happy, and one day I said, fuck it, you know, and, and I started, and slowly but surely I started doing this and continue doing this, because consistency yeah. is key in everything. Absolutely. But, um, Fuck man, I, I I totally get what you are doing and trying to do, man. It's inspiring. Your 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 definition of a dream, inspire, obtain.
1: Oh man, I appreciate that. I really do. I really do. And it's just like honestly, it's just like I just don't know how else to work but hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, to a point where it's to my own detriment because like, I, I gotta I, get much better. I at remember,
0: the I remember. When we worked at the galaxy, and we used to entail and these conversation, and you were telling me, like you, you wouldn't tell me, like there has to be more this shit. I can't stand this orange bitch, uh, you know. I can't stand this other. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say a name. This fat bitch that just make people miserable. <laughs> like, and we will sit there. Exactly and, what you're talking about. Yeah, we will sit there and, and contemplate that like, there has to be more. And and sometimes it was hard for you. And and. You know, sometimes because I'm all business. I, I was a fucking. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I was. I'm still a dick. But when it comes to business, I'm all business. And you know, I I, I was I did my best. It's gonna be okay, brother. And and yeah. the day you left, it was I was happy because like he's leaving, he's going to progress, he's actually gonna do something. And you're still doing but shit. But you know,
1: yeah. But you know what? I look back and I'm like, I, I I see the um I see the good things and the bad things that I did with, with that decision. Because when I was working at the galaxy, you know, say so yeah, you're right. It was. The Galaxy was probably the, most, the m- most mentally enduring job. But I also have to say this. If you could survive that job, you could survive
0: yes, anything. Yes,
1: yes. You could survive yes. anything. They were, it got to a point where I got physically sick just of the idea of going to work. So when Monday night hit, it, so when Sunday night hit and I knew I had to go to work Monday afternoon at 2 p.m., I was just like, oh, my God. I really got to be, be Dude,
0: I was there. happy the day they let me go. Mm-hmm. It, was,
1: it was like the happiest day in my fucking life. Yeah, I I quit. I, I literally like, I legit like I was looking for another job, and I got a very similar job. You know, saying uh, 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 at a at a different building from at a different company. And my my work ethic is like, like you know two weeks notice. A, you know saying be very cordial, don't burn bridges. I was I was pouring gasoline on that bit on that bit. Yeah. And I was just like, you know what I'm saying, fuck this place. I never want to come back. Um, but because of having that mentality, the job that I got, you know what I'm saying, was actually work. Because it was one thing about, you know, when we worked together, management, as corrupt as it was, like I would have to say our, our immediate boss that was right here with us and then with the others, I, mm-hmm. I, I I, understood his position and I understood like he was getting dumped on by both people. Right? So yes. I had empathy for that. So that's one of the reasons why we still talk. Um, you know, uh, but when I went to the other job, the most vicious, backstabbing person was my my boss that did not treat me as a human being. So when he lost the contract to uh, the building that we were working at, he didn't tell anybody until that day. And then the next day, like, uh, I was, like, on call. Like, still to this day, I'm not fired from that company. You know what I'm saying? But I'm on call. And I will get a random message, like, oh, what are you doing right now? And I'm just like, I had to do this freelance game because, like, you guys are not giving me hours. I need you right now to come to the building. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm three cities away. I can't be there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, he over and over again. So that was a really, comprom- uh, really, really, really uh, difficult situation. And then I went back to working at a coffee shop at like 30, I think I was 29 or 30 years old. That takes a mental toll on you. And then it was just like, okay, I got to just think about. Paying, paying, just pay, worry about just paying rent right now and just uh, figure it out. So that's how I got the uh, the gym job. And then, you know, then, and it just worked uh, so well because after the gym job, I got certified to teach spin. And then not only did I have my hours working at the gym, I was also getting extra money teaching classes. And then I started teaching classes outside of the gym. And it, was, it just spanned into like just being an independent contractor for various gyms. And like it just slowly was like, oh, wait, I got my own business here. Yeah. and they really set that up and and the pandemic was like that's my only way to survive now
0: you know and so it's just like, kind of I evolve. like it because the pandemic well, at least for like people like us it forces us to you know because sometimes we we tend to without knowing jump in the box again but it yeah. forces us to like outthink think and get out the box and, and and try new things and learn new things
1: Yeah, I would have to say that uh, uh, one thing that I'm grateful for about... Don't get me wrong. 2020 was a shit year. I lost a friend. uh, A lot of friends uh, lost their livelihoods, lost a lot of means to ends and stuff like that. So I have no illusions on how bad 2020 was for people. But, you know, I would say for myself, being one of the lucky ones, and I never take this for granted, you know what I'm saying? It allowed me to really... To uh, get out of my comfort zone, and now my greatest fear is to oh, is to be in a comfort zone. So I I keep on moving, keep on hustling. And um, uh, a friend of mine said it best shout out to Martine. Uh, you know, 2020 was the year for the hustler. You know, like you you know where people like are you know have been in this comfort zone of a corporate job or like just a nine to five and they go home and that's it. They know that they got their job no matter what, and then they realize their job was taken away from them because of the pandemic. They they have no clue how to survive or how to like evolve and how to uh, you know saying just 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 make ends meet. You know I've been able to evolve. You know i saying I go from you know you know being a a barista uh, struggling to be a photographer. You know to you know saying now I'm working at it. Now I go from being a spin instructor, a uh, 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 kind of like an influencer so so to speak, working public relations at a, uh, at, a at a bike shop. Really, you know, been growing. Uh, the brand and growing my skills far more than what I imagined when I when I graduated college. You know, mm-hmm. like you know, like, uh, yeah. When I walked
0: away the corporate job, you know, everything I was doing I was like I could. I, I realized I could do this shit for myself. Yeah, like my brand, Dream Inspire Obtainment, has been for two years, but it's like I've never get gave it that full potential, my full attention. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the with the uh the custom tees like I never gave it full potential same thing with my my uh my real estate never and mm-hmm. you know I like I said I I see the pandemic as fucked up we lost a lot cuz me personally I lost a, a a lot um but I also saw it as a blessing I got I got more time with my wife more time with my son to be a, yeah. to, to be a constructive father because you know working nine to five and especially when you're in corporate at that level, you know, I I used to wake up at six o'clock in the morning, didn't come home until eight o'clock at night. Yeah. You know, and then when I'm at that time, they were still calling me, still calling me. And I wasn't able fun. I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't a functioning human being. I was mm-hmm. not. And yeah, I'm, I'm happy to, you know, like I said, I created this. I'm happy to sit down and talk to. To, to people like you, it's so fucking inspiring. It, it's mind blowing that the, you know, it's 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 embracing like we, if we really sit down and, or we really put our minds to something, we can actually do something. You mm-hmm. know, like taking fucking tunnel jump out.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, you know, I mean, I I appreciate you. I love you know because you everything you're saying about me, I'm saying about you, dude. Like you know, seriously like I you know. I, yeah, I am very humbled about our, our upbringing, you know, about mm-hmm. how, like, you know, we both came from, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I'm a first-generation American, you know what I'm saying? You grew up in Puerto Rico, you know what I'm saying? We we, we, we learned to live, you know, survive with a lot less. And, you know, uh, and this uh, this experience allowed us to practice that now more than ever, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Our our disadvantages uh, um, when we were younger were are now advantages surviving. Dude, I, I've, been, dude I've been shopping at uh, DJs just like my mom used to do, you know, like seriously packing yeah, food and for balls. Yeah, money. Like, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like for real, staying inside other than cycling. I'm I'm used to that because I remember growing up as a kid, my mom was like, "Don't go outside because of the gangbangers." You know what I'm saying? Like you know, just be, uh, being able to evolve and understand, and also most importantly, be be humbled about you know what I'm saying—the fact that it can be so much, so much, so much work. You know, yeah. Like seriously, you know. And um, I'm really grateful about that. I mean, 2020 was a was a tough. Tough year, like I lost a friend. Uh, uh, a lot of friends I know, like, are in like really difficult situations. You know, what I'm saying? but you know, I mean, it really it really helped me grow a lot. You know, what I'm saying, and um, and you know, I was able to put some miles into my bike, which is something I you know? <laughs> like. Most- dude, my credit, <laughs> oh yeah, much. You know, during this during this whole pandemic, it's been crazy because my 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 credit has greatly improved uh, because I was able to put uh, uh, the the a budget on every all the money that's coming in because everything is fluctuating. You know what I'm saying? Not, you know what I'm saying? I, I may get a whole bunch of money one month and I might get nothing the next month. So, you know what I'm saying? It put, it made me put everything that I had on a budget and save as much as I possibly can. So, so far, I'm, I'm able to say, like, I have not missed rent throughout this whole pandemic. All my bills have been paid on time. My credit has gotten better. You know what I'm saying? There's still a little bit of money in the bank. Uh, in the bank. Still more money than I had before the pandemic.
0: I'm you know, into uh, that I'm into that How yeah. What do you What do you What do you think Like are we Are we ever gonna come out of this stage Like how is Like Because we're still In pandemic stage And people yeah. People are acting like Not like It's a regular You know Saturday They go clubbing They go doing this And that And we're still In pandemic stage Like
1: Yeah Well if you still Going to the club How disgusting you are <laughs> You know Seriously true. Because you're like
0: surprised uh,
1: yeah exactly there's no restrictions i mean there's been so many situations where there's backyard parties uh and no one's wearing a mask and the next thing you know you know um you uh, know this definitely has taught me about how like, common sense hygiene is really uh important uh i probably would never eat a cake where someone blew out candles now um i, I you know say i'm very yeah 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 i now carry yes. the Sandy packs that had yeah man don't, don't be eating that cake man anymore you mm-hmm. uh, blowing out candles is gonna be a uh, Unknown. I think uh, what's his name? Fauci said he would never shake anyone's hand again. Uh, I hope in my lifetime I get back to that. I feel bad for the French because their yeah. greeting is kissing. You know, so oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You
0: know,
1: I feel, you know, seriously, like now they're gonna have to change up. I, you know, saying this, 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 this is definitely a humbling experience that I think mankind needed. You know, what I'm saying, unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, it's sad to say, unfortunately, you know, I mean, uh uh I wouldn't say even needed. It's just a, something that. Has to test us being able to evolve, accept change. Um, One of the things that I constantly have to remind myself is to adapt, stay strong, and keep going. Especially those words, "keep going." Like I even got a tattooed on my leg uh, during this whole pandemic. Is that you know, I'm saying you have to figure out, you know, I'm saying what's going on, and how to adapt into it, uh, and try to strong during it you know and then keep going figure out keep, your keep, ways to keep living life
0: keep living keep yeah keep living it, keep life Just you know, keep live life responsibly yeah yeah yeah. You know a lot of people you know, i mean yeah a lot of people stay stuck on that and, and that yeah. mentality i mean it's not to judge them but like you you have to yeah right? you're, not gonna, you, you're not gonna get anything done you're not gonna move forward yeah
1: and not getting anything done scares me more than anything else yeah. you know what i'm saying like uh, I'm knock on wood. I am grateful to be in really, really good health, you know what I'm saying? And I have no illusions of how easily that's able to take away be taken away. But as long as I am up, I want to get as much done as possible before I go to bed. Which explains why I only sleep like maybe at the most five hours a day. You know. And uh, uh but that you're happy. Mindset, that's
0: the most important thing is your because I, I tell my wife all the time, I tell her I tell her the time, right now we're struggling, you know, we're not financially as we want to be but knowing it yeah, yeah but one day that's going to change and the most problems mm-hmm. we're going to have is that we have too much money and then what and then we're going to be we're going to be contemplating and thinking about reminiscence at that time how how do we have to hustle and, and get something mm-hmm. done or you know buy our sons you know shift for school like those are going to be precious memories that right now we're like i want this shit to be over right But then when we Mm -hmm. look back, it's like I miss that. I miss that. That um, I miss that grind. I miss that hustle. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like you don't want to get to a point where the only thing you where you're so poor, the only thing you have is money. Yeah, you know. And
0: and it gets. And that's what a lot of people with money do. That's all they fucking talk about.
1: Yeah. One of my friends, uh, Cello, he really who owns grassroots community space. He really, really uh, said something really prolific. Is that you know saying uh, uh, turn that idea, and thought process of of what is money, and just refer to it as resources. Mm-hmm. You know, money is nothing more than the resources you need to get something. something I say, I say to people, material.
0: It's, a, it's a tool. It's a tool yes. to get you to A to B. That's it. Yeah. So, and and this same age, it's, it's so much. False advertisement. It's so like you you go on YouTube and you try to watch something useful, right? But then you get an ad. Hey, you want to make a hundred thousand dollars a year? You want to mm-hmm. make a quick buck? Oh, you like this Lambo? And it's like no, no. Yeah. Like, and you you invest fucking money that you don't have in something because they're telling you that. and Oh yeah, you got to wait a year. You got to work on it, and like that's mm-hmm. something you already knew.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, for real, these, these, those commercials, man, about, you know, make, making more money, it, it really throws me off even more because it's like, that's their hustle to get you to spend money. That's mm-hmm. what it is. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're What you got to do is go out there and create what you think will help you make. Yo, that's why I have mad respect for those Reddit guys that made GameStop like the hottest stock in the block. Like, it was amazing. And like, finding out, like, so many of my friends had GameStop stocks and I'm like, and some of them were like uh, the, the, the sneakerheads that bought like Mad Jordans and shit. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, how do you have GameStop uh, stocks? You know, last I know you were um collecting sneakers. And I'm just like, these were the same cats that were like buying and selling sneakers. They knew about the hustle. They knew about more real estate. You had GameStop? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. I didn't know. But I didn't get into stocks until like earlier this, earlier this, uh, earlier last year. Like, uh, I. One of the things I was able to do with some of the money I was able to save up was buy a bunch of Apple stock, and you know what I'm saying I'm grateful for that. Now it's on the rise. Now I bought a little bit of um, uh, some other stuff. Bought uh, uh, one Pfizer just to play around with it to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. I'm fully learning to develop, you know. But that's the uh, you know saying figure out and adapt. Man, I mean I, I I respect the Bitcoin hustlers right now. You know what I'm saying doing their thing. You know got, now there's I got, a new uh,
0: is this uh cryptocurrency. It's called B, like B-E-E. B E E. Beat. Yeah. Um. I got. I got that. This is suppo- uh, What I've read and what I've heard is supposed to be the next Bitcoin. Which you know, everything's gonna be the next. Yeah. Everything's,
1: everything's gonna like, be the next. You know what I'm i mean, seriously, like. Uh but, uh but
0: that's the shit. Everything. Everything. It's so like we we live in an age that they know, like we know, it's controlled because as soon as that fucking stock app went up, Robinhood shut down and you can't oh, of course. It. and like that's fucking bullshit you want you know? the, the risk the rich will tell you oh tell the poor people oh invest your money save your money buy something do something with it when you do something they're trying to fucking cover your ass they don't yeah. let you move my, like it makes no sense
1: yeah my goal is you know what I'm saying I mean for, I'll probably dip into like you know paying some of that stuff but never go too hard yeah I still mm. want to just buy property that's still the goal yeah, property I, I want to buy more property out of the country actually me too you know me you too.
0: Know? I I, I, I want to go. I I have this dream of going. I used to want to go to London, but fuck London. I don't want to go London no more. <laughs> I want to. I actually. I want to go I want to go to Ireland. I want to go to uh, New Zealand. Is it New Zealand?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I was yeah yeah. Um.
1: Two thousand twenty was going to be the year that I was going to go on a lot of cycling trips. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, and then COVID happened. But like, I got friends in Berlin. Uh, so I was going to try to ride out in Berlin. Uh, I was going to try to do the grand fondo Argentina because uh, my friends, uh, family used to live, live out in Argentina. I was planning on doing that. Uh, you know, so I was planning on doing a lot of stuff, but like, I definitely want to invest in getting more memories, um, as, as well as like, you know, I do want to save up cash. Uh, um, you know, I want to start off with at least, uh, my goal is to at least start off with a condo by the end of the year. You know, and then uh, move move forward to get like a multi family house. You have that. You gotta have that residual
0: income. Mm-hmm, you know
1: mm-hmm. and that's the main thing that I have been learning about uh, this whole COVID is that you, you gotta hustle until you get like residual income. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, you, gotta, so, you you know, gotta you
0: gotta you have to have uh, income like outsource. You know, many sources yeah. of income.
1: Oh yeah, you can't you can't you can't put all your eggs in one basket, and I think we have been proven. I think we proved that. So you know, but that's so, like, the thing. Like, like, when, like
0: when 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 you're growing up. Those are essential tools that the education we go as a child is supposed to give us. it didn't mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, honestly, like, living, uh, My I grew up in multifamily houses. I have never lived in, like, a two-floor-one family house. In fact, when I was young and I was walking into those uh, houses, I always found it very unusual. You know, like, you know, you go up to, and, like, there's a kitchen on the second floor. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. always... Uh, because like I just grew up in those kind of environments. Because like you know my my dad, all the credit to him. Like he did he he did the best he could with what he knew, and even he, he knew more about uh, 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 owning property was important more than you know, more than most people that I know that lived in America. You know what I'm saying? Still want to pay rent for the rest of their lives. He not only wanted to own his house, but he wanted to make sure that house was making enough money to where you know what I'm saying he could still work full time and not stress about paying rent. You know. Um, and that's uh, basically my uh, uh, my overall goal. Hopefully, uh, at, at first, I thought it was going to be part of my ten year plan, but now I'm probably thinking it's going to be in my five year. Hopefully,
0: yeah, uh, sooner yeah, than you that. Know, you know, that, that's that's the same. That's the same thing I have. That's what I'm. I'm trying to build my company up, and, and that, mm-hmm. that's that's what I want. You know.
1: Yeah.
0: And mm-hmm. that that's in the plan. You know, but yeah. you know, it's it's the longevity. At the end of the day, that that's going to lets you enjoy the fruits of your labor that making crypto. Exactly. Money, you know? Exactly. Uh, you know, I
1: mean you know.
0: I stopped use I stopped using Jordans and start using new balance.
1: Oh dude man, for real. I uh I, I, I fluctuate between I own like I would own like maybe two pairs of chucks and like the rest of like Levi's are like twenty bucks. You know? I,
0: <laughs> like, you know I, 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 I sold my son's first birthday man. His first birthday I Sold all my fucking Jordans, and that's what I did his first birthday with. Like, you know, it's I don't want an image. I want to look. I'm broke. I get to enjoy my money more like that.
1: Oh yeah, man. So you don't need to like put a diamond on your head, a twenty four million dollar diamond on your head, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about that shit. But yeah, man. Yeah, you know, say, and that's and that's another thing, man. For real, like I really hope this kid has like you know income uh, from other resources coming in. And I'm talking about real estate. I'm talking about. Like you know, what I'm saying I mean people like you know like I, I just saw an interview with uh, about Juicy J. You know what I'm saying? If there was any rapper that you wouldn't think is uh, a very intelligent business person, it's Juicy J. And this dude like is doing dope stuff. Like mm-hmm. he made mad money off Cool Water. You know he uh you know what I'm saying got a lot of Apple stock. Like I gotta send you the link, man. That's really dope what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? And then you got some of these cats are like you know what I'm saying you shouldn't be wearing your success. You should be living in it you know what I'm yeah. saying, or, you know, like, you should be, collect, you know, so, like, that's the goal, man, I want um, uh, hopefully the five-year goal is to own property, and then after, uh, uh own property at the same time, uh, finally finalize on my personal training certificate. uh, I definitely want to uh, venture off into getting, you know, not only several different certificates in the film and, uh, fitness industry, uh, because the, the, I feel like the gym life is going to change you know what I'm saying greatly I think classes are going to be more of a big thing than actually being physically at a gym uh, just because of health uh, concerns you're more able to like be on point with the cleanliness mm-hmm. of the gym uh, of the gym with classes as opposed to a gym that might consist of like 40 50 people um, you know what I'm saying I definitely want to go into that uh, develop uh, you know say just develop my brand and fitness. Uh, I, I want to grow bicycle world to be a really, really. I think it's a really positive uh, uh, outlet for people. It's gonna be global. Uh, to really be global yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. It speaks. Uh, I'm a- actually. Knows. Oh yeah, I'm. A- I'm actually gonna try to take this way. to I'm actually gonna have to go to Ghana uh, this year to visit my mother. Uh, Lord willing, if uh, uh, the pandemic doesn't really go too crazy again, to keep keep flights uh, at bay. But uh, I definitely, would, uh, I've definitely been trying to reach out to uh, to, to the cycling community out in Ghana. Um, you know, and then once I come back from Ghana, I'm going to try to start, you know, saying, uh, get, get my paperwork together to, uh, check out Berlin. Uh, and, and, you know, I have friends living there. So, you know, I mean, two weeks over there, riding my bike, meeting the community there, uh, really grow the brand. Uh, I still want to keep getting Argentina, uh, 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 as, a as, as, as you an ever option. thinking
0: about doing like one of those, like getting into like, um, those tour of France shit like that.
1: I, I do want to train to be competitive uh, if I was offered to compete I'll probably you know say see what that entails and do it. Uh, I probably wouldn't have a very long career as a competitive cyclist uh, because it's kind of very similar to um, when I was a, a filmmaker and I was a photographer uh, once you start getting a project and you have the stress of making sure it's done and then you still have to like figure out the financial aspects of the business aspect of it I would
0: say and you can um, do both because you, yeah, you can you not know, do both, and it gets doing it, and then and then actually, you know, you're doing your numbers while you are you right. it, It's different. yeah,
1: like yeah, if I get sponsored and had a right team, like you know, what I'm saying if the right situation was 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 presented to me, then I'll probably take that up. But you know, said I really don't see, especially compared to some 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 amazing psychos that I know personally, uh, I don't see that happening. And if I was given the opportunity, depending on the opportunity, I probably wouldn't take it because. Like I, I, I enjoy cycling so much that I never wanted to be a it, job you know uh, you know and like you know like, I, I know some competitive cyclists, you know what I'm saying like the, the, their, their diet intake is uh, is on point and like I, 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 as much as I mimic that, I have to like deal with the stress of going uh, straying from that, costing you probably hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know what I'm saying could be like it's, it's too much stress. but given the right situation, I probably would. Uh, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, yeah I, yeah, I I will never say no to good opportunities, um, uh, you know, that I will also keep in mind of my abilities, my capabilities, and what I can do outside of that, you know, like seriously, you know, I really want to be able to make sure that, you know what I'm saying, my opportunities can, can, can thrive longer periods of time with my mind rather than just my body, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, a strong mind keeps the body young.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes, yo dude, like you know it's funny, as long as I stretch, I feel younger than I was when I was in my twenties. I really do. You know, just as long as I stretch in the morning. And I I, one of the things I'm really grateful for being 37 as opposed to being twenty-seven is that I have less time to do bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like I I you know, like I remember finally you
0: you you finally figured out that, you know, what's not you finally like what's your time worth and what you want to do with your time. You know, that's something I, I, you know, I tell my wife all the time. I tell my stepdaughter, I tell everybody, time is important. It's the most, you know, it's what you do with your time. It's what's Mm going to, you know, give you your outcome in the future. Because if you ain't doing shit, you ain't doing shit, you're going to get shit.
1: And it's funny, too, because you look back. Uh, at your younger self and you mad at yourself for how much time you wasted. But at the same time, you wouldn't appreciate the time you have now if you didn't waste it back when you were 20. You know what I'm saying? And if you didn't waste it back then, uh you would definitely waste it when you get older. I know some really immature 37 year old, oh. you know what I'm saying? And like, you know, well,
0: like, our company, so like fifty, 50 now- something years old and still rocks his fucking pants on his ass.
1: Oh, yeah, man, dude. I, oh, I know some 57-year-olds that, like, still living with their moms, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, you know, dude, like, you know, if they still haven't figured it out, like, how to, you know saying, get their substructure. Um, uh, you know what I'm saying? So, what if I'm thinking about that? Like, I wouldn't be in a situation where I'm doing, you know what I'm saying, where I really feel like I'm in a really good place in my life right now, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about financially uh, and, and just uh, mentally, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of that, you know what I'm saying, especially in 2002, 2020, came from just simply riding a bike a lot. You know, you know, and I just everything that progress in my life over the last three years came from simply riding a bike.
0: Doing something you loved. Yeah. Something you loved. So simple.
1: Yeah, Uh, Yeah. Even just doing that just allows you to approach difficult things in a different state of mind. You know what I'm saying? Because if you got shit going on at one part of your life, and then you have the stress and responsibilities of another, you know what I'm saying, you can feel that shit filtering into the uh, stress and responsibilities. You know what I'm saying? I, you know what I'm saying, whenever I had, like when I was I was dating this one girl at the time, anytime we had a huge argument, I went for a bike ride. You know what I'm saying? Sundays became a point where I was like, I need to ride no matter what, you know what I'm saying? What we're going through, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it really just helped now, you know what I'm saying, filter into the pro- productivity uh, uh in, in in my life now because I, I I look at things so much differently. I have a clear sense of what I need to do. You know what I'm saying? After a long bike ride, dude. Like seriously, I do like maybe an 80 mile bike ride, and the next thing you know, I'm like, okay, what do I need to get done? This, that, this, that. It gives the time. Uh, so to what I and analyze. Yeah. the greatest. Yeah. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, so I'm sorry, but normally, um, like most Sundays after a long bike ride, the only thing I do after that long bike ride is take a shower, uh, eat. And then I have like a, a chalkboard, and it's like it's already you know in my mind, fresh things I need to
0: do that week. I have a, you, know I, you can't see it because I got the the green screen in the back. I have a, a, a whiteboard, and mm-hmm. phases. Everything's phases, phases.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, one, and, one, uh, one piece of advice that somebody told me. His name was Tony Velas. Uh and this probably has to be the greatest advice that anybody has given me is. For as long as you're doing something, you never have to worry about anything. Yeah, and and to this day, I, I you know, I carry that shit, and and I live by that because for as long as you're doing something productive, something that's gonna better you or your family or your situation, you're gonna be okay. And you, and it speaks volumes of truth.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. A uh, uh, one step today. Is better than the uh, than the step you did yesterday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's one more step. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times we think about, you know, um, uh, uh, wanting to just jump into 20 steps. No, we can't. You know what I'm saying? As long as you do one step, that's important. Like, this whole pandemic, it was just, okay, let me pay rent on time. You know? Like, that was the main goal. Just make sure rent was paid every day, every month, on time. Like, I've been living in my apartment for like two years. I paid my rent two weeks in advance. Every month that has not stopped, stopped the pandemic, um, you know, and, you know, that came from, like, hustling. I came from, like, you know, teaching classes, teaching, you know, PT and and, and 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 working at a bike shop, you know what I'm saying? You know, things, you know, it is it, it is what it is. And, you know, it allowed me to really, really understand it. And by doing that, you know, I'm saying, just as long as you're moving, you're meeting new people. You're doing, you're getting new resources. You're, you're figuring it out. And that's part about it. Also during this pandemic, it really taught me who my friends are that I could rely on. Yes. You know and That can yes. help me this way. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just really connect. Like, I, I really love the network that I have now. I feel like every six years, my network changed. Right now at this age, you know, these are the people that I really need. My last network, I love them to death, but then I realized, okay, I'm getting drunk on Saturdays and I'm waking up Sunday morning hungover or I'm not doing anything Sunday morning. Now, Saturday night, I'm going to bed early because I got a bike ride. And that really helped clear my thoughts of what I have to do on that week. You know what I'm saying? And I have really good people that are in that same mindset. You know what I'm saying? Dude, Much going, older people. Yeah, yeah,
0: I hate going to sleep late. I like waking up early. Yeah. I love working. Uh, you know, it wasn't because of my son. Uh, he He's having uh, speech impediments and all that. And, mm-hmm. uh, he's, he's high sensory. And um, he probably has, um, what do you call that? Uh what do you call that? He has something. I don't. Uh, he has he he he's autistic, right? Autistic. Okay. So it's it's difficult being a parent. Mm. Yeah. And you know he wakes Much up. Much respect to you, brother. Much
1: respect. thank you. I appreciate
0: Excellent. it, man. Uh He wakes up, dude. He goes to sleep. Let's say at ten, he'll wake up at mm-hmm. two o'clock in the morning, and it's like he he he's ready to go. That's it. That is mm-hmm. it. He's, he, he goes sometimes he goes to the next day yeah um it's difficult it, it it's difficult it's challenging but it's not impossible so yeah. you know every yeah. day every day you know it's uh, I have a plan in, you know and and in, in motion but the plan always never goes the same as you want it mm-hmm. but it goes the same you know and if it wasn't for yeah. that Dude, I, I love waking up and watching the, the sunrise. It, it, you know, I, I don't that's that's what I want my life to consist of. Yeah. You know, I'm done, you know, getting junk on the weekends, going to sleep late. You know, I'm yeah, it's like your mind tends to evolve and you want better things for yourself. And yeah. that's what I want, man. And I see it in you. Yeah. And, and, Thank you, man. and, and other people that I, you know, I'm, I'm luckily to, to have got on the podcast, the podcast and sit and talk. And uh, it's beautiful, man. And having that, if I, in my, if in my twenties I had the people or just the ounce of conversation I've had on this podcast, I would, I'll would tell you, I'll be in a different level. It's all about mm-hmm. also uh, who you surround yourself with. And yeah. so, you know, in my 20s, if I had the right people, the route right group, mm-hmm. the people, right people, meaning they want more for themselves, I'll tell you it will be a different story.
1: Yes, yeah, but, you know, I also realize now more than ever, you know what I'm saying, like, as much as we beat ourselves about, mm-hmm. like, not having these resources now at our, uh, 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 you know, when we were at our younger self. Yo, the journey is different for anybody. You have to get to that journey in order yeah. to, um, to get there. You, know, you have to you have to get on that road and ride. Uh, not to use another bike metaphor, but you know you have to get on that road and ride in order to, um, to find in order to find those new roads. In order to find those new you know what I'm saying new new doors, new bridges yeah. that take you into a different place. You know, and you can't you know you can't be mad that you know what I'm saying this was you know uh, 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 this wasn't earlier. You know what I'm saying because you, you you had to learn to ride the bike first.
0: Yeah, before
1: you get to that destination yeah before you learn how to rock, get on that road before you learn that. to get get yourself way around you know yeah you know, I, I it's something that i constantly have to remind myself you know what i'm saying because you know i'm in 37 i know people that are you know, um, are in much greater situations than me and i know people that are in worse situations than me you know what i'm saying and like i just got to keep that in mind you know what i'm saying everyone's journey is different you know what i'm saying and you know everyone as long as they you know if they adapt stay strong and keep going they get to where they're gonna go you know what I'm saying it's going just be a journey that's just different.
0: I wanna I wanna ask you one question uh it's probably gonna be my last question. Mm-hmm. Um Jeff uh Shaq got this from uh, uh Jeff Basil right that's his name okay the, the CEO of Amazon or he just yeah. sat down uh he said he invested his money and I apologize uh if I botched this you know He he said he invests in his money in ways that would help, you know, the people, right? And that's what uh, Shaq started doing. He realized that uh, being selfless, he invested his money being selfless and and invested in new things and to better his community. Let's say, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, He he has become more he richer or wealthier. Now, this, I guess it's not a question, it's more of a statement. I see you doing things that you're investing in yourself, but investing in your community. And I think mm-hmm. you're, you know, I think within a year or two, you'll probably fucking be driving a Tesla. Because, Maybe you a bike made by Tesla. Uh, because. <laughs> you gotta get that license, brother. you yeah, shit. The way we're going, we we'll probably won't even need it um yeah but you're doing things that inspiring and changing your community and bettering it you know you here's a kid who grew up with difficult circumstances and his goal is not to give and be bitter and and give other people uh heartache because he had a heartache but i see this kid who grew up with difficult circumstances and just trying to say hey i don't want people to go through what i went through and you're better in your community you know you, every person who's watching you're inspiring them and i appreciate that man you're going to do amazing and beautiful things and it's only a matter of time because bikes will save the, world. save the
1: world i i appreciate that man you know it's still it's still so real to me when people say that uh because it's like you know i mean i just i don't know i just this is the only way I know how to live my life and live it uh, as, as peacefully as possible. Um, you know, because it's like, you know, I mean, I feel like it's so much effort, so much stress, and so much negative energy to, you know, to honestly be a dick for no reason. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's like, you know, just growing up, you know, when I was a kid, you know, it was weird. I just, you know, and it's something that I, I keep doing as I got older. Whenever I go to a restaurant um, and eat, uh, whether I'm on a date or not, uh, I would bust my own table. You know, what I'm saying I would stack dishes up um, and 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 wipe this, uh, the, uh, the, the 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 table. You know, what I'm saying because like this this waitress or this waiter is dealing with like a whole bunch of other uh, tables that are probably not doing that. So let me be one less stressful thing. You know, what I'm saying what is the point of not taking that extra? Two minutes to just make someone else's job easier.
0: Yeah,
1: you know what I'm saying. Or just being nice to someone. You know, I feel like it's so much more effort to just bring that negative energy into the world and not do stuff like that, not to consider something like that. And so, like you know, like when so when people are less angry about just getting to work and you know what I'm saying, their honking and honking, cursing people out. You know what I'm saying? And they go to work and they would be a dick, and then you know what I'm saying? They go back home, they're still a dick because they're dealing with bad traffic, and then they go home, they're a dick to their families. You know I'm saying you're doing all this shit to be a you know to be a dick, and it's helping what no one. You know I'm saying so like you know just you know just just do like small common things that help you out. You know that help someone else out, and it just makes you feel good about yourself. You know I'm saying like you know I mean one of the things that's really great about riding a bike is that I never have to stress about getting to work on time because I'm always on time because like luckily uh, I all my jobs have been like you know saying within riding distance, no more than an hour. Uh, and you know saying and it allows me a clear state of mind to 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 be efficient at my job. Like I was working at a gym, I would make coffee for my uh for my coworkers to a point where my coffee was so good I was making coffee for the client that was working at the gym. You know what I'm saying? Like we might as well just open up a, a cafe in the gym, which I suggested that and they never did. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So the, But the energy just came from me just riding my bike to get there, you know what I'm saying? Because I was a, more of a peaceful state of mind, yeah, you know what I'm clear
0: head of mind and... and yeah. So, important. you know, if you just
1: find ways, yeah, if you just find ways to keep your head, head clear, you know what I'm saying, you'd be amazed at how much you're able to just contribute to just... Even the smallest thing you did can contribute to, like, great things. And that's something I try to keep in mind. But at the same time, still be humble, where it's like, it's just this. And so, like, it's just... And it's just such a... It's so... You know it's so humbling and so awesome to hear someone say that you know I'm say i'm going to be doing all these great things, that I don't just think of it as compliments, I also think of it as responsibilities because I want to prove you right, you know, yeah. and I know that there's only way the only way to do it is to work hard. I don't feel like I' have proved that yet, you know what I'm saying' and, cause, you know and it's something that helps keep me going, you know what I'm saying like you know yeah, thank you. Just keep, you know, so I really keep, your head appreciate head it. Down, I keep
0: doing I- keep keep your head down, keep doing what you're doing, and build consistency and yeah. Next thing you know, you, you you look back and you build you build memories, you build an empire, yeah. you build happiness, you showed great gratitude uh and kindness and you'll live life that you want to live, you know? And that's what yeah.
1: You know, I mean I think I, I I forgot what Denzel Washington said, but I think it was one of the, uh one of his speeches when he uh got an award for fences at the NAACP award oh, for fences. Uh, I, yeah, you got, you got it. You got, it, you got it, and I think he got it. Uh, yeah, he right. got an NAACP that was, good. Like that. That, that
0: was. It's not on fuck Oscars. It'd be snubbing people. they would be snubbing good things. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: but uh, he said something that was so uh, so dope. Um, ah, I was able to find it too. Uh, that really, really uh, uh, put fuel on my ass uh, uh, from like 2019 to now. He said, "Without commitment, you'll never start. But more importantly, without consistency, you'll never finish." You know, and I was like, I am grateful I lived long enough just to hear those words. Yeah. Because that's some real fucking shit. Yeah. You know, um, and so it's like to to keep fucking going no matter what. It's like riding a bicycle. It's not, you know, like you're living. You're living.
0: That's the yeah. most important part. You're You're living life and you're living it as you want it and making you happy. It's fucking hard, man. Trust me, mm-hmm. it's fucking hard. You know, you know. I made myself a goal and I, I reach out to a d- in a day to 10 people who want to join mm-hmm. the podcast. And I... Out of those 10 people, sometimes nobody, nobody yeah. responds. And uh, I don't take a salt to that. Yeah, I, I see as I'm consistent. I set I out to do something and I did it. You get what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. And, and I have to realize, you know, some people are going to be a part of things, some people are not. And that's yeah. how not define uh, the way you think, the way you act, the way you carry yourself. Mm-hmm. You're moving fucking forward, brother. That's all you got to yeah. do.
1: Yeah, you move forward and just hope the others do and be proud if they do. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, accept what is when they don't. Yeah. You know?
0: Okay. It's a mindset. And... Like Danzel Washington said, you know, it's consistency. Yeah, you know. But uh, thank you for your time. Thank you for being with us. I, that. The
1: show.
0: Uh, we I appreciate it, man. Again. I really do, man. We definitely have to do this again. Hopefully, oh, absolutely. You, you got a lot of things going on, so yeah. The next time you'll be I, here, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna have a lot.
1: Oh, yeah, man, that's the the goal. You just set a new goal now, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, on this date, like, the next time we do a podcast, whether it's three weeks from now whether it's three years from now, I want to say this, that, this, that, this is happening. You know what I'm saying? I want this conversation to be 150% the exact opposite, you know what I'm saying? Different from, you know, different and much more updated.
0: That's what's up, man. Um, Tell the people where they can find you. Give your plug. Get everything you're doing. Let everybody know.
1: Yeah, I'm still working you know, I'm working on my website. All my information is on my website. Basically it's Daniel Okay. Uh yeah, you know, just you know, basically my name, M-O-R-T-E-H. Uh I'm on Instagram as Kodak Jones. You know, I've been thinking about changing the name, you know, saying to be more updated, but you know, say people still know me as Kodak. Uh Kodak with a Q, so it's K-O-D-A-Q, J-O-N-E-Z. Um there's a website for Bike for Save the World. I really recommend you check out that uh that website. It has everyone. It has a lot of people's stories on why cycling during COVID really helped them out in many many ways. I also got T-shirts and apparel for sale on that on that website too. And uh, if you go to Grocery Street Bicycles, yo, uh, my boy Dio made some really dope shirts that are for sale <laughs> out there. You know, so you're gonna get some more too. That's
0: what's up, man? Um, yeah. Go check them out, guys. You already know what to do. Uh, Daniel, thank you. It's been an honor and a privilege. I uh, yeah, appreciate it, man. Again.
1: Definitely, brother. Right. Peace. Take care.